get this started. Um, essentially, actually, fuck it. Anyway, so for those guys listening, everybody listening, today's topic is about basically the existence of the one and only, as we all know, depict him as God. I'm not saying I'm an atheist. I'm not saying I'm a Catholic. I'm not saying I'm this or that. But what I can say is I'm a free thinker and I'm always open for discussion. Now, with that being said, with this topic into play, or on, I should just say, in the spotlight, um, do I personally believe in God? I do believe there's a higher power. I also do believe that this same higher power is the one who put us here. Um, and I also do believe that a lot of our history as, you know, humans, or I should say mankind, has been erased for several reasons because essentially i feel like the people who have power in this world are hiding a lot from us and i mean from us i'm basically referring to anybody who is essentially middle to lower class or even the higher class but there's obviously some sort of organized group orchestrating basically a lot of the stuff you're seeing today um now without going too deep on what i'm talking about i'm gonna allow the other speakers to speak now I'm just going to let this kind of take care of itself. Do you guys believe in God? Yeah, I believe in God. I definitely do because uh, honestly, I think there is a higher power and especially how he is like he's always been there for us as well too. Like the only reason why I'm saying that is because I went through experience that I wouldn't be here today, you know? Like, for instance, I got shot in the leg last year, and if the bullet was a little bit higher, I wouldn't be here today. I think there is a higher power that's watching over us, you know? That's what I believe. Okay. Okay. What about you, Juwan? Well, I myself as well, I believe in God, which is also, you can say, with the terminology, higher power. And um, he controls what you call uh, universal intelligence and stuff like that. Um, he controls the way the whole uh, solar system works from up here. And he actually organized like what happens on the Earth too as well. And what events are you talking about in particular? Um, like for example, like um, like for example, like Mother Nature, like the trees, um, the oceans, water, stuff like that, the animals that are here. Um, everything is here for a purpose, and everything has a reason of playing out. Okay, okay, pretty uh, you know, fair description. Now, um, what makes you guys believe in God? You speak about. Um, I actually believe in God because I do believe in there is such thing. Um, I do believe in good and I do believe in good and evil. And um, if we're talking about like good, uh, for itself, good has to do with a God that has to do with good and peace and tranquility. But the opposite of good is evil, which they say is demons or devil, which is Lucifer. So that is that as well. And um. The way you can tell there's a God is like with energy and frequency and stuff like that, right? So when anything is being good in the world, like let's say if somebody who's something good, act of the most high, which is doing something well, which is good, right? So anything it's opposite of that is evil work, right? So when something is evil, you have energy and frequency. 
sometimes it's a vibration too um when something is good you can actually feel the energy right whereas something is bad you can feel the energy in that which is negative it's the same it's the same thing like the it's like good and, it's like pretty much good and evil okay i understand that now quick question before i ask one now you mentioned okay. it's energies and stuff now you guys okay. both kind of mentioned like you know like somebody controlling basically energies and stuff but in a scientific way or i should say perspective wouldn't that just mean like somebody who's like in charge of the balance of probabilities you know yeah, what I mean? yeah okay okay now with that being said um if someone could control the balance of probabilities mm-hmm. but if you really want to get technical what sort of dimension is he controlling is it just this one or is oh, it no, there's actually many dimensions these are one of the dimensions he actually controls which this is known as earth realm right so here is like a learning experience but he controls here as well just like any other dimensions so we're not the only people in the solar system but as for here yeah he does have a control okay okay now what influence both of you to have these sort of beliefs of god like for me i just the reason why i say like i believe in god's like i said from the experience that happened to me last year i got shot in the leg it went through my leg like literally this bullet went through my leg if it was a little bit higher i would have been dead like that's the thing that i'm just baffled about you know it's something that that experience that scared me to the point where i'm just like yeah i had a guardian angel that night i god was watching out for me that night cuz if he wasn't i wouldn't be here today correct all correct. okay and would you say that's one of the only things or the most prominent things in your life that makes you believe in god Well, no, there's other reasons too. Like for instance, I went through like a lot of stuff. I went through like two car accidents. Uh, got shot in the leg. Uh, yeah, you're just a tough motherfucker. Eh? Yeah, basically. Yeah. I went through I went through too much things, but I literally had God on my side. He basically just like it's not your time yet, you know. So that's what I'm saying. I think there's a high there's always a higher power, someone else watching over us. Now, when you guys say there's always someone watching over us, how do you necessarily know that's the god you speak of? Ooh, how do you know, how do you know it's not another deity? How do you know it's not like a demigod or all these other gods and all these other, you know, um basically energies that are present in us and not in us, sorry. That's present in this dimension and this sort of realm that we have access to. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie. It's a good question. Come back to me on that. Um, for me, I could. Well, I would personally say, like, just to answer your question, um, when you were talking about God, you're right about that. Um, usually they could be two deities. One can be bad and one can be good. Um, usually if it's the deity that is good, which is, um, the Most High, you can actually feel feel good doing something. You feel vibrant, even though you're feeling watch. You're feeling like there's something. Uh, something that is guard that's guarding you whereas let's say if it's an evil deity you feel like sometimes you feel a negative presence sometimes you start you can feel negative or you feel like something can happen or you can be feel under attack and stuff like 
that. So pretty much with the, with the two frequencies, with the two balances, with the, which is good and evil, you can actually feel based on the frequency that you get. Ba- basically, he's just talking about like a vibe. Like if it's a good vibe, you basically know that's a good vibe because how it is. Like it's a positive outcome compared to having like a bad vibe, which is like people being aggressive and rude and resulting to either a fight or something worse, you know? I don't know. Correct, correct. Um, Now, even just to go off that, you know, a question for both of you. You said it's going to be a good vibe, correct? Yeah. You know, um, I'm sure anybody listening to this or whatever, uh, just to get you basically back on track with the conversation if you fell off, we're basically saying all like all angels I'd say all positive spirits are angels in a sense and all negative spirits are let's say I don't know devilish in a way but if you want to go off that I want to ask you guys what would make you think that there isn't any energies out there that can be manipulated the same way a human could be you know what I mean like they can appear one way but actually be something else what makes you think that's not possible when you say your prayers or get like you know your karma because karma was definitely mentioned in this topic but i have a theory there's good and bad karma you know what i mean you can do good things to good people and you can get good things happen to you but you can do bad things to bad people and good things can still happen to you vice versa I feel like karma works in a very complex way, and and uh, that's another reason I was asking you, Jelani, about somebody being in charge of the balance of probabilities. I just think that um, the way the world is designed, with all the decisions we make, I feel like in every single dimension, every single, every decision you make is made. There's one made here, and there's one made somewhere else. You know what I mean? So in another world somewhere you are basically opposite from yourself. That's just my theory. You know what I mean? I, I Honestly, I kind of agree with you on that, because I feel like yeah. like if you're good in this universe or this dimension, something bad probably happening in the other universe or another dimension. I get what you're saying, though, because honestly, I'm kind of feeling like that, too. Like, it's kind of t- like, I feel like this whole entire conversation is also talking about, like, multiverses as well in a sense because like think about it like this like there could be like a universe where we're not doing a podcast at all you know what i mean like this is a universe that we're doing a podcast we're talking about things that are on our mind there could be a universe that we're not even talking about this podcast or this podcast has ceased to exist you know what i mean exactly exactly what about you Giovanni? what do you think uh, for the topic with the with the um with the um with the, what do you call it the angels and stuff like that is there bad and good angels and stuff like that and is the question also could one be bad but it can manipulate or it can be manipulative rather if it's good or bad well actually you know what it's actually you do got two angels right you do got the good angels and you do got the bad angels right so the thing with the good angels they're your guardian angels that watch over you but then you have the other angels which is known as the, the bad angels right so pretty much what they do is they, they manipulate you right um to put you in a certain position so what the bad angels can do is actually get you into trouble but it manipulates your mind to think you're going to be doing something good 
And if you're not careful, it can bring you on the wrong track and you can end up doing something. So temptations. You can do something like a temptation that can actually get you into trouble, put you in a position that you can't get out of. So it has a way of um, altering your mind to doing something that you would you wouldn't do before. And if you're not careful, um, what can that what that can do is get you into trouble, you know? And so you gotta be like spiritually strong and to overcome so that doesn't happen. So you do have um, evil angels that can do that. Okay, okay. And with that in mind, you know, you mentioned being spiritually strong. Yeah. Um, what are some things you would kind of recommend for people trying to become more spiritually sound or I should say uh, spiritually tentative or spiritually awoken? You know what I mean? Well, spiritually, well, first I would say spiritually strong, like believing in yourself. That's one thing. Second of all, is um being even within hardest circumstances is reflect things like even within negative things you can actually do things to be positive even as negative as, as things are so what that do is when you're doing something positive regardless of what's negative that alone will create a positive energy that will create a positive energy right so with universal there's a thing called universal intelligence whatever you put out within the universe you actually will get back so with that said is you're putting out a positive energy. So when you're putting out positive energy, so you're doing things like, let's say you're doing sports, or let's say you're with friends and you're being productive, doing something that makes you feel good. So even sometimes within that um, negative surroundings or the situation that can be going on in the world, you actually, what you can do is overshadow that with positivity. Okay, okay. And if you don't mind me asking, are you somebody who like meditates or you know? Does I would the, say I don't meditate all the time, but on I would say within a week, one or two times, I do believe in meditation and stuff like that. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I'm trying to get to meditate. Meditation, the thing with meditation is right. Meditation is good for your mind, body, and soul, but a lot of people don't know uh, notice that. Um, what how meditation do, how, does? How is it good for your mind, body, and soul? Um, because when you sit there, right, and what, what, what happens is you're clearing your mind, right? So let's say, for example, right, if you're having a bad day or if you're feeling like you're worried or if you're, you know, or if you're stiff and stuff like that. The best thing what I noticed what would work is I sit down, meditate. So a form of meditation is you're actually clearing your mind and you're sitting there. So pretty much when you close your eyes and you sit there, right? And you don't think of anything and you're doing deep breathing that's another that's another part of meditating when you're doing deep breathing so when you're deep breathing actually and you're clearing your thoughts you're actually replenishing replenishing your body healing you're pretty much we're being recharged when we do that so we're doing that and when we're doing that it's healing properly it's also healing yourself psychologically when you do it Honestly, I feel like for me, though, meditating, I feel like it does, like, reduce stress, too. Especially if you have, like, a long day, you've been stressed out about a lot of stuff. Meditating, just sitting there, just meditating actually will help, you know, reduce the stress and everything. I got another thing to add. Another thing with meditation, like, if, especially if you really know how to meditate, right, and you do it for long and you do it for uh, long enough, you could actually... Um, there's a thing called chi energy. So chi energy is pretty much your spirit, right? Within your soul. So what you can do actually is when you meditate, you can open your third eye. So when you open your third eye, right? You could actually, um, and there's some people who did this. You can actually kind of travel and you can have an outer body experience. 
isn't that called like astro something astro projection projection and stuff like that so when you get when you get to that level of meditation actually you can from an overhead view you can actually it depends on how far you go you can actually see your body from actually but but it's funny you mention that because you know in the bible they mentioned like oh like you know noah saw this and saw this yeah they're trying to say how that's what he did for meditation, I thought. Um, no, well, oh, no. no, I'm just saying that's not what they're trying to. Well, what okay. I really mean to say is that's just a theory. Mm-hmm. They're saying how he was able to basically project himself mm-hmm. and basically get a real time view of the earth and whatever was around it. Oh, and that's okay. how he came up with all that information. Okay, but I get what you're saying. So he left his body, so his body was there. So yeah. his soul traveled, and so since his troll is. His soul is traveling, right? Remember, you're just energy. So when you're energy, you get to travel the solar system. So with that said, he was overhead. So that's why he can describe the Earth on an overhead view. And he can describe the form and everything and the whole shape and stuff like that because he was able to travel. Correct. Yeah. So wait, Trey, I have a question though. Do you believe in astral projection? Sorry, say it again. Do you believe in astral projection? Oh, honestly, man, I want to say yes, but at the same time, that's a difficult one for me because um, I just don't see how it's possible for somebody to consciously or unconsciously, whatever, how you want to depict it, leave their physical body and have a sort of third eye view of themselves. That's, to me, what that sounds like is either one you did dmt <laughs> having a psychedelic trip <laughs> two like i don't even know man i just don't i can't i can't put the logic together you know what i mean no, but I i'm not it. i'm not saying it's impossible but i just personally can't put the logic together <laughs> you know well, you just think that it's like you you think like overall it's not physically possible yeah I don't, I don't know because i mean if i really think about it if you really want to think about it you know we have monks today right as we all know these people meditate every day you know whatever 12 hours a day six hours a day they have some sort of routine schedule they've consistently followed if they can't do it and they're deliberately meditating you know out of their way having a strict diet you know, obviously, these people are very in tune with their their, uh, their natural medicine and stuff. Yeah, but the thing is, though, how you know that they don't actually never done it? Though that's the thing; they probably did do it, and we probably just don't know. Though that's the okay. thing. Okay. Okay. Even if they were doing it, why isn't there any sort of scientific study being done on these people? Facts. Like, you, know, you know what I mean? Like, even if the stuff was real, like, where is the research? Where is the the receipts? Where is like all the the talk and all the like you know even let's say let's just say for example right and this could be a possibility maybe it isn't or maybe it's not true but let's just say even if the monks do it and they got interviewed how could they prove it to um the people interviewing them the people gonna ask them to show evidence and if but it's just gonna be word for word so how are they gonna even believe them even if they you know, explain well, thing. not necessarily. If you really want to get to the bottom of the case, you just take somebody, do some sort of brain scan. I'm sure you can see where their brain is very active in certain areas that's not supposed to be. Or, you know, take them some sort of sleep monitor and you can 
there there has to be some way you know what i mean like same thing with chi like we know chi exists but no one can prove it but we got people well supposedly from what i've seen you have monks basically burning paper with their bare hands because of the chi not even that i seen a guy had this paper in his mouth and he basically set it on fire with <laughs> the chi that is i don't know honestly crazy or there, <laughs> i'm not gonna lie chi is actually pretty crazy because people know how to like harden their bodies with chi too like there's monks that are literally they're literally laying on spikes sharp as spikes and they're literally just laying there and they're not even getting injured or the spikes not even impaling them you know what i mean like i think is chi is very even though we can't explain it it's the proof is there but for actual projection i don't know about that I don't, the, the proof for that's kind of hard i was though. gonna ask you guys something do you does any of you guys believe in um and this may be using a certain percent of your mind but do you believe let's say if you guys can use more than 50 percent of your brain do you th- guys think it's possible to move objects not big objects but little small objects like little papers as a start or like pennies and things like so that. like telekinesis yes. telekinesis yes no well what makes you say that because if you were to move okay one thing we gotta understand is like the way the human body works the way anything works the more you can use of something that just gives you more control of whatever shell you're inhabiting you know what i mean um if you can control more of your brain i feel like you could probably control when you get sick and like you know what i mean you can kind of you i feel like you have more control of your bodily functions and more control of uh like uh yourself in a way where like you'd be able to think more more in plot or more in depth i should say you'd have more vivid thinking you wouldn't have brain fog because how would you get brain fog if you're using like more than 60 or 50 percent of your brain but going off of that i also believe that if you were to use more of your brain you wouldn't necessarily have to talk if you really think about it because um i don't think you'd be able to move things with your brain but I think you could probably send messages with your brain, because you know how we look oh, at each other, look at one another sometimes. Yeah, like sometimes you can just look at someone in the eye and automatically know what he's saying without him moving his lips. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And like, that's how primates. A lot of people don't know that. A lot of primates, like gorillas and stuff, that's how they communicate. A lot of their communication is not even verbal. It's just eyes. It's all eye contact. It's just they just so they're masters at seeing patterns. And, you know, since they can't talk, any animal that can't talk is going to be very good at uh, distinguishing patterns and stuff, right? That's why the chimpanzee and, like, you know, those primates are so prominently smart because since they cannot talk, they can only remember things. So if you show them, let's say, a sequence of whatever, X to eight numbers, six to eight numbers, whatever, sorry, they'll be able to remember that in a very short amount of time. Whereas a human, since we can talk, we don't have to remember you know what I mean? Our brains doesn't work that way. We don't go off memory. We can think about it. We can just say it. You know what I mean? Get what I'm trying to say? Like, we the way our brain works versus animals that can't talk is is very different because we send messages with our mouth all the time. Like, obviously, so do other animals. But uh, the difference between us and them is um, they can't remember that many words. Like, the average human, like, like even thinking about it, just think about how many words you actually know. Like, how big is your vocabulary? You're looking at at least 500,000 words. You know what I mean? If you nah. really think about it. I don't nah. think, 
I've read a book about like primates before, so that's why I'm kind of pulling this information out of my memory. It's not the most vivid, and I'm trying to be profound as possible, but it's kind of hard to go off the top of my head. But I'm just essentially saying the the way the human's brain works. We are since we can talk, our oh, sorry, our body has adapted or evolved in a different way than animals that weren't able to talk. So, for example, we can talk, so we don't have to have as good of a memory. Whereas an animal that can't talk has to have a good memory because that's how they survive. You know what I mean? No, I get it. I get it. So but the thing is, though, like for us, though, like us humans right now, we're only accessing what thirty percent of our brain, I believe. Three, yeah, three percent of our brain. Three percent? Sorry, yeah. Wait, three. Was it three? Okay, three percent. Yeah. But the thing is, though, like imagine if we could access more. What? I, I, that's. Like one thing I've always been wondering, like what could we do? Can't we define the law of gravity pretty much? Nah, bro, it wouldn't even work like that. It wouldn't work like that. I feel like I feel like if you were to master more of your brain, you would be able to control more of your body. Like for example, you can literally tell yourself, "I'm not getting sick." You can tell your cells how to fight a virus. You can literally, like, basically give yourself a vaccine. Like, you can tell your cells what to do. Once you can tell your cells what to do. You can do anything you want. But pretty much, you'll be your own medicine. <laughs> exactly, you can do anything you want. Think about it. If I can tell my, like basically, I can basically tell my muscles to get stronger without getting stronger, bro. If you, if you really think about it, I don't have to basically strain my muscle. I can just be like, all right, I need to get stronger. I'll just tell my muscle fibers to just break and repair itself. I'm automatically stronger. You know what I mean? Wow. <laughs> that means I guess less money on gym memberships. <laughs> yeah, you know, or like for example, like my memory be insane like i can pick up a book and read it once and remember it forever word for word like i think i feel like stuff like that would be like more of it like you know what i mean that's what we'd be more uh that's what we get the ability to do like have an insane memory we probably have like um we probably be able to remember things or multitask at a different rate like i'm talking like yeah sir anyone can walk and talk and talk on the phone but i'm saying like you can be able to solve math equations while you're like in mid conversation while you're like you know this it, it's crazy what your brain be able to do because you'd be able to put so many things on the backlog at the same time you know what i mean since you're using more of your brain it's almost like getting a bigger processor you can run more tabs on the computer it's basically that <laughs> you know what i mean i guess that's the true definition of uh multitasking yeah like once you get more it's like adding more rom to your computer and just like that's basically what you're doing if you ask me you're getting more features and you just have more control of what you're using rather than what's around you like i don't feel like we'll have like telekinesis and shit i feel like we'll nope. be able to build the technology to do that like we'll be able to come up with way faster like solutions and our critical thinking would be out of this roof like you know our ingenuity would be crazy like you can you'd be given like You'd be like Sherlock Holmes. Everyone would be like Sherlock Holmes. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, no, I get it. I get it. <laughs> but the only it's reason why, like, I, kinda, I kinda feel like you might get like for me, I feel like you might get like a psychic ability is because I watch a movie called Lucy. That movie was crazy. It's basically about a girl. She got like a drug thing in her body. And then basically it made her access like her brain, like hundred percent of her brain. And as it as you're seeing it too, it went from like thirty percent. You're seeing how she's changing. It went from 40%. She's more intelligent than before. And then as it once it gets to like 100% of using her brain power, she's basically like a supercomputer. Yeah. And they, that's what like, I don't know. I feel like if we did access more of her brain, I feel like 
it would be something like that. We'll, we'll memorize everything. Like, we'll probably remember what we did when we were kids. Like, probably exactly. when we were, like, a baby, too. Like, that's... You would, man. You, you would literally remember everything. It would almost be like you would turn yourself into a computer if you really think about it. Because you're, you're, you're... Okay, think about it this way. Think about it this way. Like, if we're really, like... There's so many parts of the brain that control so many different things. And the fact that we only use 3% right now, if we were to basically multiply this by X amount of numbers to get whatever we're going to go here for this situation or this example, man, like, you'd probably be able to, like, memorize numbers to the point where you wouldn't need your wallet. You, you memorize barcodes, serial codes, like, it would be it would be weird you'd almost be like a cyborg you know what i mean but i also think if you were able to use more of your brain um you wouldn't necessarily feel emotion the way you would do right now you know no nah, I, mean? I understand i think you're understanding yeah. mm-hmm. like that's the same thing what happened in the movie lucy like she literally yeah. she went from like a chill person to like literally being yeah. emotionless and i was like whoa yeah what the smart like, this- I, She's yeah. smart as hell, but she doesn't have no emotions. Like she doesn't smile, she doesn't laugh. It's just yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Because I feel like that's what I'm saying. Like people need to understand: the smarter you would get, technically, you wouldn't really need emotions. You wouldn't need facial expressions. You wouldn't really need that because everything, like, like you, you would be so in tune with your surroundings, you could almost figure things out just by looking at them. You know what I mean? just yeah. and if everybody was on the same page as you if everybody was like let's say their brain power is at 80 percent, everybody's vibrating on the same frequency bro these guys could definitely just look at one another and know already what's going on just by just running a basic dialysis or an analysis of the situation whatever you want to call it like your analytical skills would be out of this world like you'd be able to calculate like <laughs> i don't even know bro this the stuff that's coming to my mind right now like it'd be very hard to not get your way let's just say that <laughs> you know what i mean no nah, it's not true so but, wait, so wait, overall though I, this is like the last question i want to ask before i know that we're supposed yes. to talk about like gods and such but, yeah um the last question like what do you think like we do you think we can access more of our brain power like do you think is there a way to or honestly i i honestly do believe there's a way to and i if you ask me if you really ask me, it's personal opinion. I believe way back, you know, way before us, back in the pyramid days, I feel like that's what they were doing. They had some sort of way to access their, they, they were definitely doing something because I feel like the interaction between humans and whatever else was here was at a, it was basically a sort of relationship where you wouldn't believe it's real like we were literally one once upon a time we were, we were working together and that sounds absurd because humans never work together it's always divide and conquer all this small little bullshit we got to deal with all the time yeah always like warfare and such too yeah uh, one time once upon a time everybody was here working together and i keep saying this just something in history that they're not telling us bro because how do you go from basically ufos flying everywhere building pyramids to absolutely nothing nothing bro nothing just leaving man here alone gone finished leave him alone like they like like 
like these are two things happened something happened here and fucked up everything and they had to leave and they, they're gonna come back someday some i don't know or like someone somebody came here and killed them <laughs> that ass i don't know what to say bro you know what i mean because nah, i get what you're saying no cause because they yeah because there's just too many things missing this this puzzle doesn't make sense like okay even this whole discussion right now i'm gonna ask you guys would you say adam and eve are real I think, okay, for me personally, um, this can be a possibility. The way the book with Adam and Eve, um, I don't think, okay, the whole thing with the garden, even in Adam and Eve, I don't think that in itself is real. I think that was, okay, I think certain stories, especially within that book, has been actually tampered with. I don't think that really happened with the Adam and Eve, because at the end of the day, right, the original people who are here right remember adam and eve those are english names right so if you look at the old the old old book which was which in hebrew the original languages was in hebrew right so the original hebrew people are black people so if you really look at it it couldn't there was no eve or there was no adam right so for example it's the same thing like how they talk about the word jesus see that's that's an english name and and there was no they weren't around then so the original name for hebrew they would say was yashua and yahweh so pretty much yahweh is the, the creator and then yashua is the son that's pretty much who, who that is so i think that is pretty much that um that is actually tampered with and that adam and eve stuff is a made-up type type of story but okay. there was an original garden there was an original garden in africa but it wasn't called eden but you had the african garden Okay. I never heard that approach before. Yeah. Now, going off of there, what's the difference between God and religion? Okay, so God in itself, right? So God pretty much is a higher power, which you can also talk about universal intelligence. And he not only controls the heavens, which is has to do with different dimension and stuff like that, but he also has a natural order that what works on earth right and um what was the other question i'm just asking you what's the difference between god and religion like oh know, religion okay so religion okay god within himself right so god okay pretty much if you believe in doing the right works of the creator and everything's in a natural order that's called spirituality right whereas religion is different religion is a tool that's designed by men to conquer and it's, to, it's it's pretty much colonization is to control and conquer that's where the word religion actually comes from so the word religion comes from the people who are christians and catholics right and those are the people who put people in slavery and stuff like that so they're the ones who made up religion right and well, hold on a second hold on a second hold on a second yeah. hold on a second now you're speaking facts for those who are listening right if you guys watched the movie the vikings on netflix or even the last kingdom right when the christians came and met the vikings what happened they were saying that the vikings were pagans and the vikings were this and this and basically saying how if you're not believing in god you must die and what did the vikings do some of the vikings prevailed some of the vikings turned themselves in but the main character of the show ends up becoming a believer in jesus christ it ends up basically converting to christianity but the whole movie basically portrays a whole bunch of Christian people colonizing other countries and killing them if they didn't believe in Christianity, vice versa. 
Vikings are getting mad, so they did the same thing to Christians. But what you're saying is definitely true because it's shown in history. Christians were the first people, one of the first people to even start genocide. But <laughs> yeah, man, keep going though, keep going. Okay, so like I was saying too, and another thing too was with the Christians and the Catholics, right? So they actually use the Bible because the Bible too is a book, right? That's been actually also tampered with. So when they actually colonized uh, people, put them in slavery, right? What they did was they had the gun in one hand, the Bible in the other, and they told the people to pray when they're taking the people's riches and stuff like that. And they, they would brainwash the people and say, hey, don't worry about your riches here. As soon as you will die, you'll go to heaven to get it. So there's a problem with that. Why do, the, why do you have to take, why do they take people's things and why do those people have to die in order to get their stuff when the people's wealth are the stolen wealth that the other people have and they're enjoying it. But why does a man, the other man who got his stuff stolen from it has to die and go to heaven? See, that itself is a brainwashing tool that is used to control. I don't lie, that's all facts. That was some crazy shit. <laughs> that was all facts, though. So how do you think we got here then, Giovanni? What put us here? If the Adam and Eve story is not necessarily correct, and, you know, religion is just basically colonization, God himself is the curator, would you say that God put us here, or do you have another theory for that? Um, I do believe that we could have been engineered maybe by the Anunnaki. There's another story about that. Some people say the Anunnaki. Some people say... Wait, hold on a second. Wait, wait, wait. Going to the Anunnaki. Who are the Anunnaki? The people who yeah, I was about to say, like, Anunnaki. you gotta explain that to the viewers, bro. Okay, so pretty much the Anunnakis, they are actually, um, they're alien, they're extraterrestrial. Um, they're actually a cross version between a lizard and a bird they're, they're, those are Anunnaki right and they actually not only created humans they hold on actually... a second hold on a second hold on a second okay you said a lizard and a bird yeah so you're dinosaurs pretty much but they're cro- but they're crossed they're 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 crossed they're crossbred but you need to understand that it's been proven that dinosaurs have feathers yeah and they're a lizard yeah so what you're telling me is <laughs> essentially dinosaurs had some sort of relationship with these Anunnaki's. Yeah. Okay. Keep going. Okay, so pretty much, right? So they have great they have advanced technology, right? And they also created not only had the 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 tools to engineer, right? The creation of humans. They also um actually made another civilization called the Eros, which is another extraterrestrial group. I can explain about the Eros, right? So the Eros pretty much are humanoid, okay? Um, They're actually evil aliens. Um, The Anunnaki created them um, to mine before to do mining and stuff like that. That's where they were originally created by the Anunnaki's to do mining and stuff like that. Um, The Eros, they have advanced technology. Um, The thing with the Eros, they're they're evil. they pretty much look like an elephant like so they have like an elephant nose elephant ears and they're actually very obese and they have pale they have like pale skin and stuff like that right so in other words they look like Jabba the Hutt pretty much basically yeah I was about to say that too alright continue what you're saying um so pretty much too what they have technology like I said and 
um, they pretty much one time from they actually used to live under Earth, right? These um, Deros, and they actually manipulate because since they're evil and aggressive, they actually do a lot of manipulations where um, they're actually responsible for actually with the wars and stuff like that with human with humankind and stuff like that. So they're actually were responsible for that, right? Okay. Okay. So you're saying like you're basically saying that um, they're basically like those evil like you know how some people have like a good angel on their shoulder and then they have a they're just bad straight, angel. They're just straight evil though. So they're basically like that bad evil. They're just straight, straight on their shoulder. Evil. So there's a definition that's called um, for to describe the Daryls. There's a definition that's called detrimental robots, which means they're aggressive by nature and they're evil and stuff like that. That's pretty much what it is. So they don't have no compassion. They don't have no caring. Um, they have like um, a very evil, um, sadistic type of energy, right? Um, what else do they do as well? So they even have a technology where they have like a wand in their hand, right? So what they can do, they can alter time and space, right? And what they're good at doing is they can actually open portals and they can actually temporarily freeze your body. So, what's the you know when we what is it? They can actually do things that is similar to sleep paralysis. You know how like sleep paralysis when, let's say we think we see something and we're kind of paralyzed. Yeah. Yeah. So they're actually responsible for that. We can get symptoms of kind of like sleep paralysis. So they're actually responsible of like we can or they can freeze our body and it cannot move. Okay. That's what they do too. No. I gotta ask you going on from here because now you know we told the viewers that essentially there's God but in addition to God there could be other creators such as Anunnaki who created the heroes of the human beings as well yeah now going on from there is there anything else they created anything else that the um, Anunnaki created Anunnaki the Anunnaki created and even if they didn't right yeah or yeah, let me ask you that first. Yeah, if there's nothing else they didn't make, that's perfectly fine. Because what I, I think... really ask you, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Um, I I'm not too sure on this, but I do think they could have created the um, what do you call them? The uh, the draconians. They could have. It's possible that they could have created the draconians. And who are those people? I was about to say that. Too. So the draconians pretty much are um, they're what do you call like list of draconian dragons. They're like dragons pretty much. So they're pretty much dragon. They're like evil type of dragons, pretty much humanoid type of dragons, right? And they're evil themselves. They're and then there's different classes of, um, there's different classes of draconians, right? Where they have hybrids, and then they have the original draconians. So, the the ones who are hybrids are are a mixed race where they get lighter skin, and those are the ones that are um cla- classified as the hybrid ones, and they they're put on a certain ranking. So pretty much. Just like Earth, you see how colonization is and colonialism, and then people are put on different different ranks and stuff like that. It's the same thing with that. So I think pretty much uh, there's a there's a there's a connection between the aliens and on Earth, where um, a lot of like the governments and stuff like that they're doing the same hierarchy stuff, right? And they're 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 doing the things by race. Yo. Yo, yo. So, yo, what the hell happened? 
Yeah, like my shit cut out. I'm not sure how, why. Maybe it's because, I don't know. I have too many things running on my phone, but it's okay, it's saved. But let's just continue from where we left off. Okay, so pretty much I was talking about the uh, the draconians and stuff like that. Um, and this one I was talking about the it's a possibility that the Anunnaki's also created the uh, draconians, and they're pretty much humanoid, right? They're pretty much lizard. And they're pretty much a different form of a dragon, but they just, they're humanoid too as well. So, so lizard men. Lizard men, right? But the word drago means dragon. And then you have different classes of, um, you pretty much have different classes of draconians, right? So you have the ones who are hybrid, right? Then you have the one called alpha, like drago, which they've been put up in a certain type of position, right? So you know, like how you have different rankings and different classes, just like how they have on earth, how they set up a structure. Mm-hmm. Where you have different levels and different classes, that's pretty much what they do with the, with the draconian. They have different rankings and they have different classes, right? So the ones that are hybrid, right, and the ones that are hybrid and they're mixed, um, you know, they're the ones who class them at different rankings. That's how they operate within within that type of structure. Okay. Sorry. Now I want to ask you before yeah. going on. You gotta basically go back a bit and provide or tell us what evidence there is supporting the fact that these sort of say dracon uh draconians or that they, the zeros yeah. well actually what you guys can do there's actually youtube and um you guys can even research on youtube that like look at the draconians and then you can look at the um the zeros too as well and um, even the author Richard Sharpshaver, he also talks about the uh, the Deeros. So he's an actual uh, an author, right? So he talks about the role uh, the Deeros, right? And he talks about their nature, how they're aggressive and stuff like that, and how they manip- manipulate the earth. So there's actually two ways: YouTube, and even with on YouTube, you can look at um, the, yeah Richard Sharpshaver. He will also explain it too. Okay, okay. And then another thing I was going to say too, because we talked about how the Anunnaki has a great chance or possibility of them creating the human race too. So uh, technically that would basically make them in some sort of way a god, no? Well, you can pretty much say it. They're a god. If the person who creates you technically is a god. So I guess you can call them that. So how many gods do you think they are? Um, as far as like creating people, like aliens or creating people in general, because you know, we have all these different religions. We have, you know, Christianity, we have Catholic, we got like Buddhism, we got a whole bunch of stuff. But how many gods do you actually think there is? Because a lot of these religions have a lot of things in common. Yeah, you're right about that. A A lot of religions have different gods, the same thing. Um, okay, so Christianity and religion, right? They like to say there's one god which is crazy, but then you have another, um, the Buddhists, they say they have their God, right? And then you have the Indians, right? Um, they like to say they have, and even they have many gods and stuff like that, but their gods is pretty much what you call, like, okay, but their gods never really created them. They just believe in a type of alien entity that is a part of their religion, right? So you got different aliens within them. So their their gods is classified as extraterrestrials that they look they pretty much look up to so and then within their gods they have a lot actually um let me see if i can say one for starters i was gonna say like they have shiva they have uh shiva 
okay? But before I get into depths, right? Because it's gonna take a long time. Okay, they have one called Shiva, right? Uh, Shiva pretty much is like a giant. Uh, the word Shiva means uh, male phallus. That that's what it represents. And pretty much what Shiva looks like, it's a pretty much they say uh, like a deity, and he has locks and stuff like that. But if you really trace it down, right? They're calling it a deity, but if he has locks. And he's the original person with locks, right? Within the caste system. Technically, he's black, but they don't want to call him black. But he's the original person when they describe him. He has locks. Mm, okay. Yeah. And um, they have another deity called um, Apatite, right? So, in their culture, Apatite is pretty much... Let me see if I can remember. Apatite is... Apathy pretty much looks like an elephant, right? With a lot of arms. I can't remember if it's four. I think it could be six arms, right? So if you like go into some of the stores, like the convenience stores or some of the workplaces, you you know, there's a thing called incest. You know, the thing that they burn, like mm-hmm. when comes out, they'll actually have that little statue. So if you see the statue like of an elephant with all those arms, that deity is called Apathy actually. So that's one of their things that they also pray to. And they have a lot of things. And it depends on what caste system within India too. Like it depends on which. Like you have the Sikhs. Um, you have the Hindus and stuff like that. And with, and then all of them have their own caste system. And some of them have their gods. And a lot of them within India has over 800 certain cult, um, religion and gods within their type of stuff. This kind of reminds me of like the ancient Rome or ancient Greek times. Like they had different gods for lots of things. Like the goddess of wisdom was... Um... Athena, and then like the god of the sea was Poseidon, and then the god of the underworld was like Hades and all that stuff. It kind of reminds me of that, so to speak. Yeah. Talking about it. So, out of all those gods, Juani, yeah, um, which one is the most credible to you? What was that? Which one is the most credible to you? The most believable. The most believable. The most believable. The most believable. Um, you know what? I, I would say maybe, um, I would say two maybe, but um, the one I do like when they talk about, okay, like in um, the Hebrew stuff, so Hebrew two is not really a religion. It also talks about spirituality because Hebrew is actually the first book, right? And it talks about a God, a creator, right? So it's between, I would go between the draconian and the reason why I'm also mentioning Hebrew too is because they talk about the truth. They talk about blacks being the original people on this earth, right? And um, black is the original man. So black is the original people, right? And if you know, and if you go back to science and stuff like that, anything under a microscope, if you look under black, it carries all the different colors, right? So it even goes back to also dark matter and stuff like that within the universe. It's the same thing. It's 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 very spiritual and it's very progressive and deep, right? So okay. that's yeah. Yeah. Now I was gonna say, you know, since we have like you know the draconians, you want to say is the most credible to you? I want to ask you why, but then again, I personally believe it sounds crazy that there is dragons on this earth, but you know, not Game of Thrones style, but yeah. in a way, yes, there is because. Um, they say they don't really believe dragons, they believe some sort of plasma. Mm-hmm. And this plasma is essentially like fire. Of course, it burns you, whatnot, but mm-hmm. it is not necessarily what you see in the Hollywood films. Um, there's been um, many reports of being, of dragons being seen all over the world, but 
there's just one thing that really gets me. There's this lizard. I think it's the bearded dragon or something like that. Oh, it almost looks like uh, a trident, like yeah. Chinese with a Chinese kind of thing. Yeah. Where they even a detail like that. I actually forgot the name of that. There's also. Yeah, I know you're talking about. I know you're talking about. Now, yeah, there's. Mm. Going on, well, let me finish real quick. So going on for what I'm saying, um, the one I'm basically talking about right here is mm-hmm. uh, they're saying how if that animal was necessarily bigger, yeah. When I say bigger, I mean like ten feet tall. Okay. There is a good chance it could breathe fire or some sort of plasma mm-hmm. when it gets aggravated or angry. Because whenever a bearded dragon gets angry, it does that thing with its chin or that whatever it is, and it gets really puffy. Yeah. It's basically like you know, like it looks like it's about to spit. Yeah. Yeah. So, like theory is, um, way back in the day or whatever, you know, if that animal was bigger. Yeah it would be breeding dragon but the fact that we have such a creature on earth mm-hmm. it just makes you think maybe there was a dragon more mm-hmm. times you know what i mean I, I would believe that because like man you'd be surprised when there's like one creature on earth there's always some sort of descendant or something from it you know what i mean exactly pretty much descendants <laughs> and they also have their ancestors pretty much if they're descendants yeah exactly <laughs> so i was gonna say too with all these gods in mind is there any one of these gods that are like human-like, you know, or how old would you say these gods are approximately? Because would you say the gods came first or the planet came first? Um, obviously it's the gods because you have to be a god first in order to create the planet, right? The planet. Not necessarily. Think about it this way. Okay. Think about it this way. Greek mythology, right? Okay. In Greek mythology, there's humans, but yeah. there's those humans that basically become like legacies and they get to live with the gods, so to say. Mm-hmm. How do we know that gods were here before planet, before the planet, or it's not the other way around? How do we know that Earth wasn't here first and then gods came here and like, hey, we're just gonna basically inhabit here, mm-hmm. we're gonna do our thing, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and how do we know that? Like, there's so many questions. Like, how do we know that? the god that we praise or whatever or whatever god you praise whatever belief you had mm-hmm. made earth and also made all these other planets you see like what if there's other gods what if there's other deities and energies out there that we have no clue about like this is just the tip of the iceberg because like we're talking about ancient civilization ancient life these are all things that are way above humans we're talking about things that are like technically out of our league you know what i mean oh yeah yeah way before humans were here and stuff like that and yeah. Um, but the reason why I believe so, because I believe like, okay, I'm just thinking, let's say even before when the planets, because let's just say when the world was a void, right? Before things were created. Um, I have a question in that. Could it be possible that they had to be something? They had to be rather if it's rather if it's within the, in, in the body mint, right? Or in, it had to be rather if you call it, you know, a soul or something, um, something, how would you think the planets would have to how would you think the planets form? Form them? Honestly, if you ask me, there's. <laughs> I think planets are really made by something. I would say a person, a god, literally going something like. I don't even know, though. How do I really think about it? There's just so many ways. I could even tell you if you made the planet from something else you could have took like a fucking whatever like you know 
go to one planet, take a tree, bring it here, and then start it off like that. I don't know. Mm. Who knows? Who knows? I got a question. Do you think maybe um, in order for certain planets to, to, to come the way they are, do you believe that certain rocks or certain things must have collided and it could have formed? No. It could have had a... No, I don't believe that. Okay. Because, um... because hey, they're telling me two planets collided and made a new one. Well, if I take two tow trucks and crash them together, what do I get? Uh, just total destruction. <laughs> exactly. So, what are they talking about? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. What are you talking about? It yeah, but matter. I do believe. I personally, for me, I do believe that there is some type of higher power, higher source that um, um, the way the universe is so intricate and stuff like that. And I don't think it's by accident. I do believe that there is some higher force. You know what I mean? Like some universal intelligence type of. Um, some universal type of intelligence right powers that be that created the whole ecosystem and the whole planets and certain things and lined up the planets the way they're lined up and it wasn't by accident there was actually a sole purpose for it actually i don't know exactly what but it kind of seems like there's just by looking at it and just looking how everything is put together in the way the earth and then you have the sun and then you have it you could it's like it's been so intricate the way it's been put like it's it's been thought of how it was done. Correct, you. Know, I, I hear that, and I was going to ask you another question. Okay. But with all that being said, what is something you believe in God? Like all the all the stuff you hear. Like, what is something you actually believe in? You know what I mean? Like, um, what do you mean? Like, believe believe in Him? With explain that again. So essentially, what I'm saying is, we've been talking about what it could be. Mm-hmm. rather than what we know or what we've been told right but yeah. based on what you've been told by god what are some key features that makes you believe in him or what are some things or you know phrases or things that you've been told he can do that makes you believe in him or like some or some quotes or some well okay let me see um um let me see the um the temperatures you know like how we have the different temperatures and stuff like that like let's say you have sun then you have rain and stuff like that and let's say if it really gets humid right and then you know how even something even simplest terms like you know how we have um the plants and the trees you know we have some weeks that are humid it's humid and stuff like that and then you can see when everything is dry and the plants are about to just die all of a sudden to be honest you can see it's like the creator is like saying okay time for rain just to replenish the earth to replenish these plants and the trees and stuff like that because the same trees and the plants it actually is good for people yeah yeah now quick question now i'm back sorry you guys it's all good it's all good quick question for you juani um do you believe praying is real, like effective, it's manifest, like manifesting stuff? Because it would make sense if you're praying to a God, you know, he can make things come true for you. But in another sense, mm-hmm. manifestation, like you speak something into existence. Like I said, the life is all about basically a balance of probabilities. Mm-hmm. And if you want to bring in like, you know, quantum physics and all that stuff, mm-hmm. technically, like, you know, something could be happening, but it's not happening at the same time. I do in a different worlds, different uh different frequency kind of thing this is a different sort of everything mm-hmm. what i'm basically trying to say is we live in a world that is so intricate as you mentioned so yeah. many worlds in one it's not technically impossible for things to 
be manifested just by words themselves. Exactly. I believe, too, even if you don't physically, you don't actually physically need to kneel down and pray. Um, our brains, too, right? We can actually bring things into reality, right? By um, having a plan, thinking about it, and say, I'm going to do this and that. You know what I mean? So they say dreams can become reality, right? So it takes a thought sometimes. So by thinking of something and then saying, and and saying, I'm going to write these steps down, right? In order to make it come in action. You know what I mean? So by following the steps and keep going over and over and over, that can manifest first. It comes with a thought, right? And it's thinking about something. And with that said, that can manifest itself within reality. And then after when that manifests itself, you actually bring it and you bring that to life. So that's another form of doing that too by using the, using the mind. Okay, okay. Now... Do you pray? And if you do, where do you pray? Um, To be honest, I do pray sometimes, but my prayer is kind of different. I don't necessarily believe that you have to pray on your knees. I don't believe in that. I do believe in like, you can even say something in your mind. You can say, you know, you can say some positive things and then you can pray and say things like that. I'm not gonna lie. I think I do the same thing like that too. Because honestly, like when I'm praying, I kind of just... Like, I don't pray often, but when I do, I'm mostly, like, just doing it in my mind. I might, like, on my knees praying, you know? I kind of just do it within my mind as well. Correct. Correct. Okay. But what about you, though? Do you pray, Trey? Nah. But, I wow. mean, I'll get there. I'll get there eventually. We're not really there yet. Uh, <laughs> my team of demons are still in a, a meeting right now, so, you know, we, we haven't got there yet. <laughs> We haven't got there yet. But uh, going forward, how do you think praying works? And uh, do you think praying is related to manifestation? Um, It depends on... Okay. When we say prayer, right? There's different forms of prayer, right? I don't believe necessarily you have to pray where you have to say the words necessarily the way they have in the Bible like that. You can actually, in your mind, even say certain things and say, I'm going to work on doing this. You know what I mean? And if you say, hey, the most high I'm going to do, you know, A, B, and C, and then you're saying, just give me the energy and strength. So when you say, give me the energy and strength, what you're actually doing is you're psyching up your own mind and you're giving your own self-belief, right? And then when you do that, you give yourself the, the drive and the energy to go forward. So it's pretty much when you're really doing it and you're internalizing it like that, you're giving yourself the actual push. You know what I mean? You're giving yourself motivation. You're giving yourself the drive and the determination to get what you got to do. But when you use that, that's another mind manipulation, which is actually a positive way. And then when you technically do that, when you technically do that, it actually ends up working in a lot of cases. And then you actually usually get your goals that type of way. Because you're pretty much motivating and pumping yourself. So that there's actually a benefit and there's actually proven facts that that does actually work based on that. Okay. Well, good. For the time being, I think we got enough information. You know, we basically got like 100, not 100, sorry. We got an hour and 30 minutes of, not 30 minutes, but an hour and 20 minutes of some good information. Um, yeah, we'll just take a break here, I guess. But uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to edit this. And I'm going to try to make it a little bit more fun. You know what I mean? This one's okay. gonna be a little more spicy before I post it, but I'm gonna try to get this one views. But in the meantime, all the other ones I posted and stuff, just post it on your story and shit. Try to get some more views on that. You know? All right. 
Uh, same thing with you, Juana, if you can, if you know how to just uh, to share it. Send it to Gurpreet, your boy, whatever his name is. His name's Gurpreet, right? Uh, Harpreet. Harpreet, yeah. Harpreet. Yeah, send it to Harpreet. Maybe one day we can get him on here, too. Okay. But yeah, I'm going to add in this stuff. I just want to get everything up the way. All right, man. Thanks, bro. Thanks, guys. Right. Yeah, bro, this message me. I'll send it to you soon. I'll finish. All right. Yeah, but yeah, I'm definitely gonna send those. Um, I'm definitely gonna like share those um other podcasts that we did too on my story and shit. Hey, good deal. Good. All right, man. Yeah, yeah. I'll message you when this is done. All right. Yeah, later, later. All right, later. Later.